everyone. Welcome to Rusted Talks. I'm Reem. I'm Tasneem. I'm Bushra. And today, me and my sisters are talking to you about random stuff on AIDS. Eid Mubarak, guys. Eid Mubarak. Yay. Yes, happy Eid. Alhamdulillah. So, it's, it's been a long month, and we're finally at the end, for those of us who fasted all of it. Alhamdulillah, I didn't have to. But, like... I missed some of it, obviously, because when you're on your period, you miss some of it. And, like, I was like, it's over. Like, Ramadan is going to be, it's going to go, and I'm never, I'm not going to experience it, and I'm missing all of it. <laughs> I literally felt like that. Yeah, but, like, that's how I felt. Did you guys not feel like that? Mm-hmm. You did too, Bushra. You were like, I'm, I'm barely fasting. I'm the worst. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, my God. Let me say something. No. <laughs> this is really just, like, off topic. Somebody that I know was, like, so upset. And I used to get upset. But, like, my student, she literally was, like, I cried. I got my period yesterday and I had to break my fast. And I was telling my mom, like, I don't want to break my fast. And I'm just... She, she cried. And I was, like, that's not the point of you not be having to fast the entire month. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't know what you I mean. I mean, like, it's it's supposed to be a gift that you're having a break. Not, like, a sin of the world or, like, you're impure and you're just not worthy. That's what I felt like it was. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> this is like super I wanna say something dark. No, I don't it know. Did I'm just na- upset. <laughs> Did Reem take her nap today? Like she, she took her a brief nap. I think it was the shortest of all of us. Okay, but I think she started um a conversation <laughs> that she started already in her head, but she's saying it out loud because I'm not following. Well, because what I'm trying to say is that like girls always think like Actually, a lot of cultures are like, oh, you're on your period. You're like, now, you're like impure and nobody should touch you. That's our lack of salty for the day. Oh, yeah, oh my God. <laughs> That's it. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. And I and I just hate it. And I, and I just, like, literally, it just came to my mind mm-hmm. as I was thinking, like, we really missed a lot of, like, I, I, I had felt that I missed a lot of aid. I mean, well, Ramadan. to be fair, you're the one that typically, alhamdulillah, you end up with, like, one if that many days to yeah. make up. So it's like, it's probably really strange for you to yeah. have mo- more than that. Yeah, but like, I'm just saying at the time I thought that I was missing a lot of Ramadan, but then by the end of it, it was like, it was a long Ramadan, alhamdulillah. <laughs> like I experienced, I felt every day. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I, yeah. I was depressed um, after, so usually after they finish um, the Khatm al-Quran, after they read all of the, all of the Quran during mm-hmm. the extra prayers at night mm-hmm. I was so depressed because I reached a spiritual high and then afterwards I was like oh my gosh Ramadan is ending mm-hmm. and for the first time in a long time I felt really sad that Ramadan was finishing did you finish your khatmah? I did alhamdulillah oh okay then yeah. so did was that before or after the masjid did it? that was after I finished it yesterday okay me so, like, so me too mm-hmm. so then I felt like right up to the very very end I felt like I was still in that zone you know yeah so today we are doing a get-to-know-me kind of style of podcast. Yeah, kind of, because I wanted to get deep this time. But it's then It's Aid, and I'm like, I'm not really in the mood to like talk about something super deep. Except for that one moment that I just had. <laughs> it really angered me. Like It just came back to me. I hadn't told told you guys that, that my student was like, I cried, and I just didn't want to break my fast. I hadn't told you about that. I mean, that. it's really bizarre on the first, on Aid, right? On Aid day in the morning, you sip water, or you have your coffee, and you're like... Mm. <gasps> And you're like, oh no, it's fine. <laughs> so it's 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 so bizarre. By the yeah. end of it, you're just like so conditioned. Yeah, to be at the careful. breakfast table, I was like, I moved the water away from me. I was like, oh, I can't, I can't drink this right now. I have to wait until a thought. I'm like, no, I don't. 
Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to talk about random stuff and um, get to know me, get to know us, just because we've, we've been around with you guys for a little bit now, for four episodes, and this is our fifth, so we're going to talk about ourselves. And yeah, did you guys have uh, the tag open on your... I think Tasneem wanted to start with the first question. First question. Mm-hmm. What does your name mean? My name. Reems is funny, actually. <laughs> I have a story. <laughs> Maybe I'll go after you guys. I talk away too much. Musha, go ahead. You first. Okay, so my name is um, in the Quran, um, which I always thought was very special. Yeah. Definitely. Something I'm jealous of that my name is not. <laughs> um, and it means good news, which mm-hmm. is kind of weird when you translate to English. But it's like if someone brings you Bushra, they're bringing you something good, something positive. Mm-hmm. Um, good tidings. Good tidings. Yeah. yeah. Like like a happy announcement or right. a good announcement. Right. Kind of like, like that. Felici- felicitation. I don't know how to say yeah. Felicitation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. With, with Felicity. Oh. Felicity. <gasps> I'm a genius. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, that's Busha's name. Yeah. yeah. My name, uh, Tasneem, is actually also from the Quran. So that's why um, Reem's a bit salty about that. Yeah. Uh, my name is actually uh, a river in paradise, mm-hmm. um, which not a lot of people know, yeah. strangely enough. I think when you were, when you, our parents gave you your name, um, it was like new. They were like Tasneem. Oh, her name is Tasneem. And yeah. then after Tasneem, it became really popular. You know, you, you yeah. set the trend. Also, I don't think people knew it was in the Quran. So it was oh. very foreign. And then people figured it out. And mm-hmm. now it's, yeah, like you said, it's more popular. Because it's a pretty name, mashallah. Mm-hmm. Um, Not my... that I go by it very often. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's kind of long, that's why. It's <laughs> so long. Uh, my, my name is not in the Quran. I'm always sad about it. Because my, my older brother's name is in the Quran. And then Omar's name is like a Islamically related name. And mine is the only one that's not. I do know... A poem, though. So it's a it's a name that's a, in a lot of poetry. My dad likes poetry. Um, but my name means, like, doe or fawn, so like a baby deer. Um, and there's a double meaning. So technically, usually when somebody's name is Reem, they spell it R-E-E-M, which is what my parents wanted to name me. They mm. wanted to say R-E-E-M. The nurse comes over and she goes, no, that's not how you spell that word. They thought they wanted, my parents wanted to name me. I don't know what she thought, but I'm just trying to, like, fill in the blanks. <laughs> Why did you try to correct my parents' spelling <laughs> of a name? <laughs> and they thought, it. I'm, I'm assuming the nurse thought my parents want to name me the English word ream, which is R-E-A-M, which is how you spell my name, which means a ream of paper, like a stack of paper. <laughs> and I'm just assuming the nurse thought that and was like, here, let me adjust. Let me correct you. <laughs> phonetically, they're both correct. Yeah, they are phonetically yeah. correct. Which my parents, I think, were like, that's fine. Because, you know, technically, like, dream or team or all those, it's EA. But I like the spelling of my name. Everybody gets it screwed up. But I appreciate it. So thank you, nurse from Missouri or wherever. Oh, California. <laughs> <laughs> Did mom tell you that? She from Missouri. <laughs> she forgot where she was wow. born. <laughs> no, no. is born in Missouri. Right? Yeah. And our older brother was born yeah. in Missouri. <laughs> I don't know why I just assumed. <laughs> I'm from the South. No, I'm not. Yeah. It's not the South. Missouri? Isn't it? The Midwest? The Midwest? Yeah. Okay. Wow, guys, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's my name meaning. Yeah. I did not know that. that. Somebody came and tried to... I thought Mama Baba decided to use that spelling. Well, I because thought, I always thought that. Too. Because Baba spelled... And Mom, they spelled the rest of our names phonetically correct. And they went back and they changed Noor's name Think to about spell it. Tasneem's name. <laughs> N-I-E-M. Tasneem. Why? <laughs> 
<laughs> here's the good thing. My handles are perfectly my own, yeah, and I'm the only person that spells my name that way. So yeah. that's amazing. But they, they, I, the nurse told them that, and they were like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. They didn't see a problem with it, but the nurse did, okay. did say that. Do you have a question, Bushra? Uh, I have a quick you, one. You can do the next one. Yeah, you can do the next uh, where one. Where did we grow up? Where we were bo- where were we born? So we were we grew up in Southern California. I feel like we acknowledge that a lot. <laughs> uh I we're was Syrian not, American. Yeah. Yeah. Born and raised in California. But we went to Syria all the time, um, to visit our family. So I mean I would say that we were raised in both places. Mm-hmm. Just because when we went to Syria it was like such a important part of our immersive. Yeah. Like summers, months at a time. Um, that's, we're all bilingual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's well, another question we yeah, can ask. How many, how many languages do you speak? How many languages? So together, all of us, we speak English. Mm-hmm. We speak Francais. Yeah, French. Oh, yes. Arabic. <laughs> Arabic. Oh, I, I don't know why I put French first. I feel like <laughs> should have done that differently. Yeah, and then we speak some Korean. Yep. Yeah. We do speak some Korean. Tasim was just watching Korean drama, and I'm sitting there, like, sleeping. I can't see the subtitles, but uh-huh. I'm, like, listening. Oh, I understand that. I understand yeah. that. So she finishes her her show, and then she talks to herself in Korean for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, she talks to Najim in Korean all the time, and I'm like... And then she walks out. I'm like, I like to funny. I like to see if, he, uh, if I can get him to, like, do certain things. To sit? You tell him to sit. Yeah, I tell him to sit in Korean, and I also tell him um, to come in French. So, like, I try to... I don't know if he understands, because I do a hand gesture with whatever I say, and that he gets. Our cat, by the way, not a dog. That's why it's confusing. But um, but I do like to speak to him in other languages, yeah. Because it's fun. We're, like, pretty good with languages, too, alhamdulillah. Yeah. We, we, uh, we pick up on them fast, which is why we know Korean. Um, even though, you know, we, we did formally, me and Busha learned, learned, looked at it formally a little bit, but... Um, learned it formally. In Busha, you took a class. Yeah. Um, French, it's, I minored in it. It's Busha's major. I feel like this Get to Know Me tag is just for hackers to learn all of our security questions. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, uh, what should we say? What should we not say? I have a question. Okay. What is your biggest fear? Hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys know my biggest fear. Loneliness? <laughs> oh, that's mine. Oh my god! <laughs> Isn't that no? Yeah, but you are scared of that. You don't like that. No, everyone's I'm not scared of that. Scared of loneliness? I thought you were. No. Can wow. We no, we're I'm learning not about of loneliness. Each- I'm actually quite a quite solitary. You know this. I'm like a, a very avid reader, and I'm very solitary when it comes to like splitting my time, splitting my time between socializing and being by myself. I feel like my four, biggest fear four years ago, your biggest fear was loneliness. You no. told me once. No, okay, my biggest fear was never loneliness. My biggest fear is mediocrity. Oh, that's true. Yes, being <laughs> average. Being average. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's more the sense of like um, wanting to attain excellence because I'm a tiny bit of a perfectionist. Um, and I put a lot of pressure on myself. So, yeah, mediocrity is kind of mm-hmm. my biggest fear. I just think if I don't reach my full potential, then I'm not contributing enough to society and mm-hmm. to the people around me, you know? Mm-hmm. It kind of ties into, like, the fear of failure, mm-hmm. but more so being average. Because failure is something that you can come back from. You can find success and learn from it. Being average is being stuck, in and my being, opinion. And, like, settling, kind of settling. Settling, yeah. But, I mean, everyone's idea of average is different. But, yeah, settling is, like, really... A big no-no for me. 
my god, we're in the closet, <laughs> and Busha just showed me that the stupid um, security sensor is on my shirt that I just bought, and I hate everything right now. <laughs> how did you not notice it when you tried it on? I don't know how question. you guys didn't notice it when you left the store. How are we done? I, I didn't go off. <laughs> okay, I hate everything. What do you I'm mean? done. You're the one that purchased it. <laughs> I didn't see that the first time. Me either. When I tried it on, it wasn't there. Somebody put it back on. Yes. That's definitely it. God, now I have to take it to the store. Okay. Reem, what's your biggest fear? My biggest fear is that stupid security <laughs> tag. <laughs> oh my God. No, my biggest fear, honestly, should I be honest or should I be, be honest? Deep? Okay, when you first said it. Can spiders? You, no. <laughs> can you guess? I'm like gesturing to my face. Wrinkles! <laughs> That's literally the first thing that I thought of. I'm actually terrified of them. I don't know if that means I'm terrified of growing old. I think maybe that's what it is. Okay. But maybe that's my biggest fear. Mm. Going old because of, like, the lack of time that you have on this earth? Like, doing enough? Or I don't know. You know just what? aging. Aging, deteriorating. Aging, aging but also, like, um, I'm just, like, I want to get where I want to be in my life as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I don't know why I have this obsession because it's not a very healthy one. Like, whether I become an author at 36 or 40... Versus if I become an author at 25, like, nothing's going to happen, you know? I mean, yeah, actually, my life is going to end, but, <laughs> like, that's how I'm feeling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like my life is going to end if I don't do it quickly, fast, before I get wrinkles. And, oh, okay, so the wrinkles is just, like, like the, before I the marker, the, yeah. sim- the The physical. Physical. Yes. Okay. I think that's my biggest fear, actually. Wrinkles. I just, I no, not and wrinkles. all it symbolizes. Just, yes, that's what I think it is. Because I also want to get things done. Mm. Because yeah, like, she's a doer. She's like, a, I need to get things done now, now, now. Yeah. Yeah. And so when things are not in my hands, and I'm like pretty patient. Ask Bushra. Wasn't I patient with you? Yes, I was. Babe. I was like, you need, yes. to, you need to be in the closet get into in the- five minutes. <laughs> okay, but how long did I wait? A long time. I let her nap. I was taking my Eid nap. Okay. Oh, yeah. I took Most my Eid nap, nap like five hours ago. I was driving when you were taking your Eid nap. Yeah, but you true. also wasted a lot of time. God, this is just the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to literally call it bickering. <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> but you know what? This is what you get for being friends with us. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my biggest fear, I guess. I feel like I can think of a bunch because I'm like deathly afraid of wasps and like Bees. spiders. I'm just scared of everything. Everything that flies, like little bugs that fly. Like wings are terrifying. Yeah. Next to your face, next yeah. to your ears. That's right, that's right. There must be something about that. Like, I have some, like... <laughs> no, Reem, Reem is, like, terrified. Like, when we say terrified, like, she will like running, run. running, screaming. <laughs> but will you... throw herself in a pool. You know what, though? <laughs> when I was afraid of dogs, I was, like, terrified. Like, I would... One time, I was in San Diego, and a dog... It was like I wasn't even a dog beach, be- dog beach, right? It, was it wasn't a dog. Beach. It wasn't a dog beach, no. and there was like signs to put your dog on a leash, and like these, these people had like these two huge la- uh, Labradors or something like that, and they were like nearby, and my body was like run now, <laughs> even though they weren't coming at me, they were far. I started running, and I ran into the water. <laughs> I remember ran that. towards the like. I don't think you guys were there. You guys no, went to we a wedding. We were no, with you, but the story was hilarious because Dad was like, okay. he thought that the dog was thought she was playing with him, and she ran into the ocean. Instead I, tr- of away I ran from into it. the ocean, but my brother was there. My older brother, but and you... my and my brother Brada. Mm-hmm. Neither of them protected me. <laughs> this dog was like on me, like playing with me, and I'm like, no. 
And the owner is just like, we're like, come back, dog, and we're leaving. And like, they didn't apologize to me, nothing, and I was traumatized. Alhamdulillah, though, I like got over my fear. Yeah. So I'm not like a wimp. I will get over my fears. Mm. But not, not of like bees and stuff. Never. No. Because they're completely <laughs> off the table. Musha, <laughs> what's your biggest fear? I shouldn't have asked. I should not have asked this question because I'm not ready with an answer. I'm not sure. I'm trying to rack my brain. <laughs> What's the first thing you think of? The first thing I thought of was something superficial, like spiders. Oh, something like spiders or something. And then Simo said loneliness, and I thought 100%. I did not say loneliness. No, so we, said, we said loneliness about you. I said because I I literally said it the other day, and Rima was like, "I got this. I know it's mediocrity." Yeah, and then. I asked her again, thinking she'll know it right off the bat, and yeah. she didn't. No, for me, I think it's loneliness. I, Not that I don't like... I like to sit by myself. I like to be alone. I definitely enjoy a lot of me time. But it's the idea that I will be forgotten uh-huh. um, somehow. Or just I won't have people around me anymore that love me as much as I love them. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. Like I know. I'm like, I'm going to cry now. <laughs> Stop. You should come back to the mic. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I think that's all. We'll just, can we change this? Oh, yes. I'll yeah. move on. Ready? Are, Are you, you sure? I feel like we should get into that. Uh-huh. Well, tell us your... <laughs> Let's, um, what's it called? Let's Unpack a that. A different podcast for that kind of a... <laughs> okay. Uh, Who is your favorite celebrity? Who is my favorite celebrity? Oh. And why? This is tough, actually, because, like, there are different fields, right? You you can't ask a celebrity because athletes are one category and singers are another and actors are another. I think that's not fair. Tasneem is uh, in love <laughs> with everyone. <laughs> not everyone. But I do have, like, my top five, like, athletes. You know what I mean? Like, recently. For yeah, for every sport. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. it's not all the same. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Bushra? But, you asked that question. You must have one. No, I'm just picking good questions from this list. Okay, let's talk about some of the ones we admire then. List a couple. We could go on forever, I think, if we start this. So I'll just I'll just say um, I really like Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's really powerful, and I think she's a good advocate for female rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll just end with that so we don't talk too much about this topic. Go ahead. Mm, okay, I was talking to my dad yesterday about this because I recently, like, I don't know. I didn't know much about Kawhi Leonard from the Raptors, mm-hmm. previously from the Spurs team, um, until this specific year. But he is so understated and unconcerned about, mm-hmm. like, everyone else's opinions of him. And he just wants to play the game at his best. And even the game. And it's really impressive. The game, he's like, you know what, it's the end of the day, a game. It's like, for fun. It, like, when at the end of this, we're still going to have our families. We're still going to have our lives. Like, I think the reason that me and Simo admire us athletes a lot is because they're so determined and they're so, like, headstrong and they're just, so, like, you know, there's, we. I think I, for they me, They have I intensity. Admire that. That I admire it a really lot. really cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah. teamwork and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have a person. There's no way I'm going to pick somebody. My Specific. brain is jumbled, yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay, I have a question. Okay. Are you more likely to avoid conflict or engage it head on? Oh, let's not do this one. Why? <laughs> Skip. <laughs> because it's obvious answer. Yeah, obviously. If you don't know us by now. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's let's do uh, okay. let's yes, do one, yes. Let's do one, two, three. Who's gonna who would most likely 
hit it head on and one, two, like, the name yeah. of the person and then one, two, three, who's going to, like, let it pass. Oh okay. And we all three know these, so it's just stupid. <laughs> I don't know why Sim was asking it. Because you, they don't know it. Okay, fine. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> one. Oh, the head, the one that's going to, what is it called? Head, head, head on. on. Head on. Ready? One, two, three. Rain. Rain. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Okay, the one that's not going to hit head on. Well, one, two, three. Vanilla. <laughs> obviously. Moving on. <laughs> Unless you want to unpack that, but let's not. <laughs> uh, okay. I think I just have, like, a problem with, like, wanting to attack everything and be like, I'm going to win. <laughs> <laughs> are, is it winning or is it um for me it's the sense of like i have to say what's right like yeah, i have what... even if it hurts people or hurts people's feelings i have to tell you what's right yeah you I know mm-hmm. um and it gets me in trouble a lot of the time but it's necessary yeah. in this world to do so not so to say I that Busha, anyway. if there's injustice Busha won't like no hit, but she's on. she's more of the peacemaker yeah, than she the is. instigator of truth and yes it's very positive yeah. in that way mm-hmm. yeah um i don't have good questions and bush was like find a question i'm like oh, i'm sorry <laughs> i'm the worst um let's see yes i'm really annoyed about the shirt that it is do you so want deep. something shallow or do you want something deeper let's go deep how oh. tall are you this is not deep <laughs> i love how that, i said that um how tall how yes. tall am i yes. mm-hmm. um i think i'm five five and a half? No? No. I'm five five and a half. I'm, I always like to say I'm five six. Yeah. Because I want to be there. I'm mm. I'm not that I, I'm either five four and a half or five five. I'm I'm guessing closer to five five. But I in comparison, because Reem is five seven. Five seven. I feel really short because I'm older than her. But I'm not actually that short. I just feel really short. And this is another thing, is that I'm taller, so people automatically think that means I'm older and then they also are like they always guess that I'm older than Simo and I'm like it's not fair. Which feeds really well into her fear of aging. Fear. Exactly. It's not fair. <laughs> so I'm like, every time they're like that, I'm like, do I really look that old compared to her? She's like a baby face. Mashallah. Okay. Are you high maintenance? One, two, three. Who's the most high maintenance? One, two, three. Simo. <laughs> I am not high maintenance. Yes, you are. I don't think I'm high maintenance. As a person. Um, yes. How? <laughs> not in the way that you like need everything to be so perfect and, and like, luxurious. And luxurious. No. Picky. Sure. Like, <laughs> like the least flexible. I'm the least flexible. That's what I mean. But not a high maintenance. Mm-hmm. Like That's I don't true. take a lot to please me. I am inflexible about what I want. It's okay. different, but I guess, yeah, if you wanted to call it that, then okay. Um, go ahead. Um, what inspires you? What inspires me? I think the people around me do. Because I have, I mean, alhamdulillah, not to like be all high and mighty, but I am surrounded by a lot of really, really talented, smart people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate Bushra. She keeps showing me the security tag on it's my the sensor. The sensor, Botsicha. <laughs> I'm so mad about it. Sorry, Simo. Well, I'm surrounded by a lot of like artists, um, a lot of athletes, uh, very intellectual, um, supportive, highly involved people. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents, my sisters, mashallah, my cousins, my friends. So. Seeing them makes me even more competitive, and it makes me want to um, really accomplish my goals. 
Because I feel like w- one person alone being, um, what's it called? Uh, being motivated and determined to accomplish their goals is, is all well and good, but you need a whole entire like village of them, right? Or you need a whole entire world of people um, making those strides mm-hmm. in order for the world to run smoothly. <clears throat> so I always think of like that. Like I want to be one of those Masha members. Allah. Masha you know? Allah, that's good. Alhamdulillah, what that's in- a blessing. What inspires you, Basha? <sighs> a lot of things. Um, nature, history, 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 Quran, a good one. Mm-hmm. the history of the Prophet. Yeah. What would you um, say the most? Isn't the question the most? I think what inspires me the most is probably Islamic history. Mm-hmm. Um, inspires me to be the best that I can be. And then probably second would be um, nature. Just seeing nature and being around nature is very, to me, gives a lot of clarity and it's very inspirational. What inspires you, Reem? Because you write. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to know what, what, I guess, pushes you to write. Mm. I think I think what pushes me the most is there's so much about being Muslim American that people don't know. First of all, there's a couple reasons why you can't say some things about being Muslim American. First, if you say something like, oh, this, you know, maybe marital problems or maybe an abusive relationship, everyone that ever hears you say any of those stories will automatically go, oh, that's not a human problem. That's an Islam problem. And so you're like, then I can't share my story because then they'll think it's only about my religion and not about me because it's always a human thing. Like Islam does not support any of those bad things. It's a very, you know, clear cut, clear, like clearly like loving, clearly peaceful, clearly um, like pro, like people don't like to say that Islam is feminist, but it's pro rights, but it's pro rights for for everything for, you know, anti-racism, pro female rights, all this stuff. But if you talk about it, they always blame Islam, which bothers me. So I'm like, okay, then I need to be able to say the story about Muslim Americans, about people like me, in a way that is not going to make anybody blame Islam. Right. Because there are a lot of books out there and like a lot of stories out there that do blame Islam or make it seem like, oh, I'm doing the, you know, there's a lot of different versions of being Muslim and I'm just, you know, Islamically, this is not the right thing that I should be doing, but like, you know, this is my version of being Muslim. Like the Rami show, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it shows an, a Muslim American, but it's very like one dimensional. Like it's very him, him and his family. And right? he, has, he said that. Yeah, he in did an say interview. That, but but who it, no one sees interviews yeah. enough to feel that, that emphasis that, hey, remember, this is not just. This is not a Muslim problem. This is my experience. Yeah. Basically. So when I saw that, when I when I see things like that, it makes me kind of like, why shouldn't I just write that story? That's gonna say it the right way or mm-hmm. tell it the right way. Another thing, that's the one side, you know, where it's like educating other people. But then the other side is also within the community. Like, within the community, there's so much you can't say. Like, you can't you can't exp- yeah. I need to sneeze. Okay, you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mashallah. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> okay, hamukullah. Um, you yeah, say within with, the community. Within the community, you can't rem- you can't say some things. You can't say, okay, I had, you know, for some people, like, even, like, a girl having a crush on a guy is like, oh, you can't even have a crush. Like, liking someone isn't something that can be open and talked about, whatever. And it's like, why not? Why can't we have a, a story about a Syrian-American Muslim girl who has a crush on a guy and is forward about it or whatever? Because, like, you can be as long as you're doing it in a way that is okay with you and your religion, you know? Like, 
I'm like, why can't we just share these stories? And kind of because I can't share my stories. Like, I feel always too shy to share my story. So I'm like, let me just write this story and show people what what they need to see. Because, like, we need to see those kinds of things. Like, I mean, I... I, I love that. <laughs> I agree because, you know, in our household, I don't know how it works in general for the Muslim community, but we as Syrian Arabs... Americans, I don't know. I we don't feel like I don't feel like we saw our parents being outwardly affectionate. physically affectionate. Yeah, because it's it's Between considered each other? yeah in in our household because it's considered kind of like um, I, inappropriate. What, what, which not is inappropriate. Not, but, like just like um, not uh, what's the suitable. right word? Not like not 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 appropriate. What is it? Not suitable for like a family setting. It's like a private thing. Yeah, exactly. Because it isn't inappropriate. Intimate. Yeah. Being intimate. In front of your kids. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to do that with my kids. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like physical affection should be something that is accepted completely in a household. And it's not like my parents, they have anything against it or they have a, compl like a, a stand upon this issue. Just they just thought, okay, I'm just, I'm more comfortable not mm -hmm. being physically affectionate with my spouse in front of my children. And that was their personal choice. But I don't want that to be the case in my household. And if you don't, for example, read that in a book, you're never going to, you're never going to think it's normal. Yeah. You know, because not as many, not that many people are as reflect, reflecting, reflective would be wrong to use here. <laughs> Reflective would be like, I'm shiny. <laughs> no, reflective is good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like seeing I'm it as like, I'm like, like wearing armor or something. No, that's not what I mean. I no, mean like people don't reflect. No, the fact that oh, people don't okay. reflect that much about their lives. So like when we see that our family, our parents aren't as intim like intimate in front of us or like, you know. What does that mean? Skinship and stuff and like Skin hugging each other. Hugging we've seen, with each other. but like they're, they don't do it very often. Um, hand holding. You know, kisses on the cheek, kisses on the forehead, things like that. Sitting even. next to each other, right next yeah. to each other, cuddle, you know. Like when I, the, yeah. On the, you know, just sitting next to each other on the couch. Yeah. Right? When I see that, though, when they do it, I'm like, oh my God, that's adorable. I wish it they is. would do it more often because it also makes them feel better. You know? It does. Because you need that physical yeah. touch, especially with someone who's, you know, you're sharing your life with and you're ru like running your life with. Basically. And you're growing old together, too. Like yeah. You're being with this person forever, you know. I also think it, it kind of when you see it, it widens your horizons to think, oh, like, this is what my marriage should look like. Yeah. Because for the longest time, I'm not good with physical touch. <laughs> they know this about me. Yeah. But I not seeing, you know, that in the household was it makes it hard for me to imagine imagine what my marriage, marriage will look like mm -hmm. where when it comes to like physical touch and affection so yeah like you're saying like that's kind of yeah what i mean by like i i normalizing I, normalizing things like that because there's nothing wrong islamically with that there's nothing wrong islamically with a girl having a crush and being forward about it there's nothing wrong with you know as long as there's intentions are obviously there but like there's nothing wrong with a lot of things that our culture says is wrong that's another podcast, culture versus religion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, and I kind of want to just mention it because Simo was like, I feel like we should make that known because a lot of the things that we're saying sometimes is annoying or that we don't do is cultural. A lot of things. A lot of it's not Islamic. I mean, it, either there's no opinion about it in Islam, or you know, it, it's probably encouraged in Islam, but in culture, it's discouraged. Mm -hmm. So because of that, I don't like to write in to my stories the like life that i lived 
in terms of like the fact that it was so culturally like you know kind of inhibited even though when I do write things that were culturally inhibited into my story it's kind of like the character wants to be free of that Mm -hmm. because that's how I feel and I'm pretty sure that's how every single Muslim American feels they want to be free of being inhibited by their cultural restraints and sometimes religiously too but sometimes I mean personally I think certain religious restraints are for the better you know for your most of the time there's a lot of logic in this like religious restraints and I and so I can respect them Mm -hmm. um far easier than cultural cultural ones because there is a lot of uh, strange reasoning Mm -hmm. with cultural restrictions yeah um and there's so many wonderful things about our culture reem was saying like we need to also celebrate it and i agree there's so many beautiful things about our culture to celebrate yeah but i love we do need the distinction we are very much syrian and american like i cannot i cannot split it up and there are so many cultural things that i love like there are I mean, can you guys think of some examples? For me, I'm just thinking of, like, very basic ones. But just the fact that you take your shoes off when you get home, everything is cleaner. Why don't we just do that? (laughs) (laughs) Like, things, like, basic things like that make my life, like, so much for me better than... Better in terms of what I like to do. Yeah. You know? I personally enjoy the emphasis on family. Yes. Um, Too much sometimes? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bore... It's, like, a fine line, but at the same time, there are so many... Benefits. You know, benefits from it and mm-hmm. ad- advantages um, with understanding your family um, that well. Mm-hmm. Busha, any cultural things that you love? Um, all of it. I can't think of anything specific right now, but... Um... Busha's like, <laughs> still sleeping. <laughs> you guys woke me up from my nap. Okay. Ooh, I have one. I have one that we okay, heard. We gotta wrap it up. This is, is this a good last one? I think so. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you just have to say it. You don't have to think about it very hard. Okay. And you don't even have to explain it. We were at yeah. a um a book signing and one of the authors um was asked what her Hogwarts house was. Ooh, this is going to tell a lot about us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um I'm Slytherin. I'm a Ravenclaw. Yeah. I'm a Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah. What 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 quality do you think is most like you from that from that house? I think I think I think we should tell each other what okay. yeah, what qualities most like do you know what Bush is doing? Being like, I don't want to answer for myself. <laughs> I'm trying to... I don't want to talk about myself. That's not it. It's that I was thinking like Gryffindor. Oh, God, Gryffindor. What am I... What, what makes exactly me That's exactly what I mean. That's what I mean. I don't want to sound like, oh, I'm Gryffindor. So um, this is how perfect I am. No, I yeah. don't want to think like okay, that. Okay, okay, that's, that's fine. Why. Okay, I understand. Okay. okay, I got you. I think Tisneem is Ravenclaw in the way that she... Um, first of all, mashallah, is so intelligent. Can we just get that out of yes. the way? Very smart, very determined, and very studious. And I think Simo has some Gryffindor. What is the word? Edit qualities. Yes, branches. Branches. I I would agree. About her. Yeah, I would agree. Honestly, I'm not the best at Ravenclaw like qualities. I don't know that much because I will get them mixed up with Hufflepuff and Smoogle. No, Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff is like, what's his name? Diggory. Cedric. Yeah, I know. I know. Very I, much, one hundred percent. Yeah, like, they're like selfless and really like and fun-loving com- and friendly, but also complacent and just like yeah, you know, passive okay. and. But like, okay, I think with Ravenclaw, it's like partially the intellect. Part of it is also just like that. What I mentioned earlier, that like, um, just sense of urgency to like find and deliver truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is like find, find and deliver truth. That's what I was gonna say. I was like. Simo's the first one to call me in Sindhu Sachadaba. 
she's like when she sees something like a lie or like something that's not fair she's like i'm gonna she jumps on that she's like i'm gonna shut that down that's not okay yeah um which i i like to do that too but i think we're just really sharp I think like keen, yeah. like you know, we we are very observant and we um we attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Simo, I would say Busha Busha gave me good ones. So she's like intelligent, like a Ravenclaw. She's observant and she's like very like fair, like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for Busha, uh, Gryffindors, I think she's really loyal, which I think is a very Extremely. Gryffindor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I feel like um, I'm trying to remember she's supportive. Gryffindor. Besides yeah. loyalty, like, mm-hmm. you know, but she's really supportive and... Um, she's really positive, too, which is yeah. a Gryffindor. Yeah. And she's kind of willing to, like, get into the nitty-gritty. Not in fights or anything like that, but, like, get into the business of something mm-hmm. um, in order to help someone out. But I also think, even though, like, Hufflepuffs <clears throat> are very, um, what's that called, when you're just, like you want to make peace with each other and you, like, mediate. I think, like, Busha does that more in, like, a, more of a leader-like quality. Yeah. Of, like, she wants to mediate and make peace between something, but she does it more, like, with a leader-like quality, which is more Gryffindor than Hufflepuff. But you've taken the test a couple times, too. Sometimes you get Hufflepuff. <coughs> I did. I did. I Yeah, that's true. I did get Hufflepuff. So I think she's very but much in between. I don't feel very Hufflepuff-like in the fact. Just, I think, I think it's that leader, leadership, quality is that I like to be the leader I do not if I am following anything I feel less than it's so bad and I'm sorry and it's not that if you're following you're bad no I follow a lot of things and but... not that if you're a Hufflepuff you're a follower that's true that's no, true that's well. not what we're saying but you're more of a leader but I, I definitely have the leader like qualities my dad told me one time when we were in high school he said um he just said he said Busha you need to be a leader this is your responsibility mm-hmm. you have to be a leader and I was like okay how then yes daddy I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to be that. So um, it's definitely something that is embedded into my core. Yeah. Uh, for the longest time, Busha was kind of like the leader of the group when we were before she got married. And you could really see like she would take charge a lot of the time um, and make executive decisions. So that's it is really a strong like streak in her. So can we talk about Slytherin? Yes. Talk about Slytherin. I'm not, I'm, can I be evil? Could no. I be? <laughs> Here's the thing. Slytherin, Slytherin does not equate evil. No, it does not okay? mean that you're evil. Yeah. Oh, my voice is too loud yeah, now. Stop clearing your voice. Oh, I'm <laughs> so sorry. I'm like, <laughs> it's, um, really I'm not gonna. I'm not editing this. By the way, it's it's like unedited from the beginning to the end. That's so. okay. <laughs> yeah, we were saying Slytherin is not evil. No, it's no. not. But I think in an alternate universe, I would be. No, <laughs> but I think she has a little bit of green blood. Does that make sense? Like evil blood in her. She in a way she cunning. Can be, yes, she can be and cunning. deceptive. And but slightly manipulative. I'm cunning, deceptive, and manipulative for justice, though. Yes. Yes. A lot I'm of like, time for good This reason. is unfair, so I'm going to do anything I need to make it fair again, even if I need to, like, push people around That's a right. little bit. She's very determined, very headstrong. Um, now I need to clear my throat again. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of. Uh, I feel like that's just different top. That's that's my top. Yeah, those are the top anyways. ones. Yeah, for Slytherin. But also, you have um, you also have a take charge attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It runs in the family. We all have a take charge attitude, yeah. but in different. But we use different methods, and Which that's is why, why we're we each have different very few... houses. But yeah, we are. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's but right. also because we're so headstrong, people sometimes get the wrong idea from us. Like they they get one hundred. They get a bad vibe. They don't get a bad vibe, but they get a, like a uh, we need to stay away vibe just because we're a little bit too much. We're um, intimidating, intense. intense. Yeah. Reem is ambitious. 
And mm-hmm. she's a strong leader, for sure. Um, she's looking this up. I am. Okay, let's I stop talking to... about me. I'm done. <laughs> Our Zodiacs are for, are for another day. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Because <laughs> we're running, coming up on 40 minutes, and I just want to, you know, I, I don't want it to be too long. Do you have a book recommendation? No, we're going to not do a book recommendation this time because we don't have time. Okay. But I will do one next week, inshallah. Um... That's it. You guys have anything else to say? No. Follow Happy Eid, you guys. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. At Simoshu, S-E-M-O-S-H-U. And at Reem underscore Shukhairi. Hopefully you can find me now that you know I'm spelled R-E-A-M and I'm the only one. <laughs> yeah. And I am at Beit Bushra. Cool. Um, Eid Mubarak, everyone. And I'll we'll talk to you next week.